finally, Smackin' It Raw podcast has come back with episode 7. I'd like to introduce first my co-host from San Antonio, Texas. He is currently residing in room 69 of the Smackdown Hotel. He is the self-knighted Sir Cussalot, Travis Pointer. And my, oh, there you go. And my other co-host, he is the Corbin Hayton, eyeglass wearing, (laughs) don't laugh, Eric. He's the Corbin Hayton, eyeglass wearing, heat seeking, ah, blueberry eating, real heel, (laughs) Eric Seeker. (laughs) Travis, I'll explain that to you here in a second. And finally, the most electrifying host on Creation Magazine and all of podcast entertainment, me, Matt Ritter. Welcome, guys. Electrifying, sir. Oh, I am the most electrifying host you've got on this whole show. Um, well, you're, you're the Eric, only host on this show. Well, I'm the creation. <laughs> I'll call it the Creation Network, but for Creation Magazine, it's only me and Travis. So I consider myself more electrifying than him. Um, Travis, the blueberry eating thing. Uh, it started at Jordan Grutius's bachelor party. Eric was walking around with blueberries eating blueberries and we were all trying to figure out what the fuck the blueberries were for why he was doing that uh it became this big joke the whole weekend and then i just recently saw during eric's vacation that he posted a picture of him laying poolside eating blueberries so when i was trying to think so when i was trying to think of an intro for today i was like hmm pie eating what can i do ah blueberry eating that'll work so all that to say, he just likes blueberries. Well, the blueberry <laughs> eating was to cover the pie eating. It was really I wanted to introduce him as Corbin Hayton, um, heat seeking blueberry eating. Also, I forgot he is the predictions champion as of right now. You've been Hell gone yeah. for a couple of weeks. I don't know if you listen, but uh, oh, you I lost listen. Really like bad. A couple of things I need to get off my chest here. <laughs> real oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, yes, everybody, I'm here so these two can quit their bitching because I'm here. <laughs> Second of all, there was no embarrassment involved as to why I wasn't there. Let me explain to you all how this works, all right? Listen, listen. I am the podcast version of your favorite current WWE superstar, Matt. I am the Brock Lesnar of this podcast, all right? <laughs> I am a special attraction. I show up whenever the <laughs> fuck I feel like it, all right? Second I feel like you're all, more like the Vince McMahon of this podcast. Yeah, that'll work, too. Like I said, I show up whenever the fuck I feel like Second of all, this whole <laughs> predictions thing, I don't make bad picks, Mr. Seeker, all right? That's not what happened. I do not make bad picks. Is that what I said? Oh, that's what oh, you yeah. said, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah. I listen. I have to edit these things. <laughs> I don't make uh, bad picks. Let me uh, tell you what happened. I make the right picks 100% of the time, every time. The WWE just gets it wrong. Oh. <laughs> so that's what happened there. And well, You should have factored that into the equation. With you two, and I'm very disappointed with the fact that you just glazed over the most important thing that has happened in the WWE in the last couple of weeks. And that is the fact that the gold standard is back. All right? We now well, know who's going to win the next Money in the Bank ladder match, all right? Travis, the reason it got glazed over is because Eric does not remember Shelton Benjamin from I his don't. previous run in WWE. So how can oh, I talk to a man who doesn't know Shelton <laughs> Benjamin? And I wanted you here to talk about how excited you were that Shelton Benjamin is back. Finally, you've been waiting, and he's here. And then you no-show for two fucking weeks. So I had to wait. For this moment, to talk about how glorious the gold standard being back is. It is. I, I touched myself a little bit. But um, <laughs> it is like the greatest thing that could happen to me at this point is the fact that he's back. Like, the fact that you don't remember him is the saddest thing. I didn't, well, like, I didn't, watch, I didn't watch. To be fair, I didn't watch at that time. I didn't watch I know. I know you didn't. I know you didn't, but there's no excuse. See, listen, he is by far the most gifted athlete to grace the stage of WWE, all right? 
Oh, I've seen. I, I saw his Money in the Bank matches. I saw one or two of them, and mm. they were they were mm. fantastic. Mm. Hmm. Real fucking good. So yeah, it's only a matter of time before he gets rid of that. You know, whoever that. You know, oh, I know who he is. Chad Gable, whatever the fuck, gets rid of him, and gets back to being what he was before, gets into that Money in the Bank ladder match, wins it, gets that briefcase that has rightfully been his for so long. Yeah, but, him and Gable are going to break up real quick. But we got to get him a manager. He needs to get him a manager. Somebody needs to talk for him. You do not talk. He, uh... talk ever, 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 ever. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's bad at promos. He's, he's we get ter- to manage him? He is terrible on the mic. I can be honest about these things. I know what's real. He can't talk on the mic. He should never do that. He needs a manager. I well, believe that's all I need to say. I was just going to ask, do you have anything else from the last two weeks that you needed to get off your chest as we were uh, running you down and talking shit? You disappointed I mean, that you didn't make that bet? Oh. You disappointed you didn't make that bet? Once again, that bet. I really wish I remembered doing it. Like, I really, like, this is like the God, honest truth. I do not remember that bet. When you described it to me, it sounded like some drunken ass Travis shit that I would say, but I well, just apparently, didn't remember it. And because of the time I, when we were talking, like, I don't even think he's going to win now. I think Roman's going to win. So, yeah, and because drunk Travis was that right. You. Hmm? Oh. I said Drunk Travis was right, so it's too bad Drunk yeah. Travis wasn't back to uh, make that decision. Yeah. Let's get into some yeah. news. Uh, first, I want to talk about Eric. Did you get to check out the May Young Classic yet? I'm sure Travis hasn't. He's been busy. I watched the first episode. Okay, that's um, all I got to see. And it was cool. The Young, during the May Young wait, Classic, wait. Let's assume I didn't see it. What if I did see it? Did you see it? I mean, no, but still. <laughs> you say so again. I'm right. Um, <laughs> during the May Young Classic, there was this really weird, awkward promo between the four horsewomen of the MMA and three awkward. of the four horsewomen for the WWE. It looks like that's what they're going to be pushing, though. Shayna Baszler is one of the MMA four horsewomen, and she is in the finals for the May Young Classic, and she's got Ronda Rousey and the other two at ringside for every match she's fighting and Charlotte, Becky and Bailey kind of got in their face. So I don't know if it's going to be live Tuesday when they uh, kick this off or when they decide to do it, but it seems like we're going to get a four horsewomen of the MMA versus four horsewomen of the WWE. I doubt that, but I'd like to see that reason being they're not trained properly. And having a match with all of them at the same time, I don't feel like would work well. Normally, matches like that, you want to pair them with people who know what they're doing, you know, like on their team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, when it would yeah. be it would be a mess. It would be a mess. Yeah, I feel like that match well, would be s- a mess if they know it. Eric, you said Ronda's been training, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, sure, but tra- training and actually going up to the main roster is total two totally different things. I, I would rather see her break in and do some singles matches and stuff to start off with instead of going right into a four-on-four. Yeah, yeah. I I see that happening, but I couldn't see them doing that four-on-four match. Well, Stephen Amell had a match, and he actually, for a guy who's never wrestled a day in his life, Stephen Amell did fairly well for his match against Stardust. Um, That was a one match. That's different, man. Well, what I was going to say was Shayna Baszler is wrestling. She's been in this tournament, so she's trained. Ronda's been training. This might be a one-off match for now, or yeah. if it's not, the other two might just be part of a one-off match, and they might just get enough training to come in and tag in for well, however long to do the match, and it might it, mostly focus on Shayna and Ronda. Here's the thing, though. like It could work, but only if those girls are teamed up on a tag team with people who are already established superstars, you know? Okay. So, well, the thing is, like I said, that could work. It's just I don't... I, I have a feeling that it would look, it would not turn out very well. But yeah, because I mean, I'll say this: like uh, Shayna Brasler, that's her name, right? Shayna Brasler. Baszler. 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 I saw her match on the May Young Classic, and like it was cool. It was all right. Um, she fought another girl who had a martial arts background, but it just looked like a like an MMA match, and that that's not a kind of style that's gonna match with the 
female talent that we already have on Raw and SmackDown, Charlotte and Becky and everybody. Like, that MMA shit doesn't fly. And as cool as it was to see that, like, that's that match that Shayna uh, Baszler had, it wasn't a good wrestling match. It, it looked like an MMA match, but there was no, like, storytelling in the match or anything like that. So, now, remember, you only watched the one match, though, and there are eight episodes. I believe she had three or four matches to get to the finals and she yeah, is I mean, going to be facing your girl Kyrie Sane in the finals. Nice. I think her being in the finals and that little showdown even though it was horrible that they had is at least leading to something. It may not be yeah. a 4 on 4, but it's going somewhere. While we're talking about the Mae Young Classic, uh do either of you guys watch American Ninja Warrior? No. Not I've regular. Seen I've seen it, but I, so you, know. you guys know who Casey Catanzaro is? That chick that the first chick to ever complete the course. No. Negative. Well, she was real big in uh, a couple years ago when she did that. She has signed a developmental deal with WWE, and she was in the crowd at the May Young Classic. So ah. nice. Uh, we're That's gonna have cool. that. Also, it's rumored. Now this is getting into NXT a little bit. It was rumored that the NXT women's title, which Asuka recently dropped, was either going to be up for grabs during the May Young tournament, or possibly the winner of the May Young tournament would be one of the contenders for the NXT women's championship. Um, I watched Asuka come out on NXT on Wednesday, last night, and for someone with a broken collarbone, she was moving both arms around just fine. She didn't seem injured. Even though they released that she had broke her collarbone, there was no mention of it as to that's why she was dropping her title. They pretty much made it seem like it's time for her to move up. Like Eric said, they're in negotiations with Raw and SmackDown to see where she's going to go. And she's just relinquishing the title and moving up to the main roster, going up undefeated. No mention of her injury whatsoever. Yeah, that, that whole injury thing was just an angle from the beginning. It's weird that yeah, they would why, just drive. It's weird that they would just drop it like that, though. That is bizarre. God, I was gonna say. Damn, I'm sorry. It seems like a very uh, that's a very WWE thing to do. I, I you just Snapchats. No, um, I don't know what the hell happened because must have been a hell of a fourth quarter. Okay. Patriots lost. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Forty-two to twenty-seven, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, another thing, Total Bellas came back last night, and along with that, it was announced that Nikki Bella is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Um. Okay. Apparently, you guys don't care. Yeah, I don't <laughs> get. <about that. laughs> yeah, I don't really care. Like, uh, JBL. I mean, guy, is, good for her. Good for her. JBL's moving on. He is no longer the announcer on SmackDown. Corey Graves is going to pull double duty on Raw and SmackDown. That's a now. bummer. That's a real bummer to me because I, I, I think JBL is very entertaining. Yeah, Yeah, but of all the people that they could replace him with, I'm glad they replaced him with Corey Graves. Yeah, true. Corey Graves is pretty cool. But, um, man, there's no replacing JBL, though. He's the funniest one. Plus, I, one for, um, I remember when he came back. It was like um, when Jerry had his heart attack. And they were like, you know, he's going to be gone next week. I'm like, the first thing that popped in my head, like, oh, they should bring back JBL on commentary. They should bring back JBL. I looked up. JBL was back. Uh, God damn. Dude, I, I'm going to miss him ripping on Byron all the time. That's <laughs> well, something I look forward to every week. <laughs> Corey Graves is still going to do that. So you're still going to get Byron ripped on. True. Yeah. But no, but nobody did it quite as viciously as JBL. <laughs> that Such is true. Target man, it's just like you know, he says things. He just like it's like he loaded up the gun, cocked it, put it in his hand, and said, "All right, shoot me." <laughs> Last bit of news news that I want to talk about is uh, I've decided that as long as you guys are both okay with this, seeing I'm as not. I wanted to rip off movie fights anyway, I'm gonna rip something else off, and our version of movie fights will be war games. Cool. It's a good title for it. So we'll have war games, and I sent you guys both questions. Um, Eric has an issue with one of them, so we'll discuss that. And once you guys actually read the questions and send me your answers, we'll figure out when we're going to do our first war games. Sweet. 
Just having me do stuff. Why do I always have to do stuff? Because you're nope. one of my two best friends, and I love you, and I want to I feel like do I as do much enough. with you as possible. You do do enough. Though, I'm going to take issue with you saying I always have you do shit, because I listened to that Creation Magazine shit, and you just absolutely agreed to go and watch fucking Twin Peaks for John without one complaint, without, oh, I got so much to do, I don't have nope, time for that, no. none of that I shit. I made a deal with John. John has to do something for me as well. Like, that was an exchange. Still, there and was no, I'm so busy, January. I can't do it. How far away January is? Like, it's September. Like, who knows if that actually is going to happen? I probably <laughs> won't do it. Like, <laughs> You should definitely, <laughs> definitely watch like, Twin Peaks. <laughs> He'll forget by then. John smokes that a lot of He'll forget by that point. That is true. You should definitely uh, watch it, though. There Real was something good. weird Real on good. NXT, like right in the middle of a match with this guy, Lars Sullivan, which I'm sure neither of you guys know. Um, they just cut out of his match. Like he was literally in a three-on-one match, whooping these nobody's asses, and then the match just stopped. And they acted like they came back from commercial, and they started talking about something else, and then they went back to the ring, and it was a new match. You didn't see a pinfall. Like, he had a guy in the corner chopping him, and then, boom, match over. And I, like, rewound it to make sure, like, it didn't skip or I didn't hit something. Just weird fucking, I don't know if something happened during the match that they cut out. Somebody, like, broke a leg or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Also. Probably had one of those Sid Vicious moments. I believe Bobby Roode, after losing two weeks ago to Roderick Strong is now officially on the SmackDown roster. I don't think he's going to be getting his NXT title rematch. Uh, there's been no talk of that. It looks like they're moving on between Lord. Drew McIntyre and Bobby Fish. And we've been hearing rumors that it is going to be Dolph Ziggler versus Bobby Roode. Uh, this could be Dolph Ziggler's last feud in the WWE. Speaking of Ziggler, I kind of enjoyed SmackDown. Like what Ziggler did on SmackDown, basically saying like, "Ah, oh, you want me to do this? Let's try this stupid shit." It's been pretty funny. What did he wind up doing this week on SmackDown? He came out and cut down everyone in the crowd, and then he's like, "All right, I know what you want." And he goes in the back, and then Cena's music plays, and he comes out and he mocks Cena, and he goes, "No, no, on everything." Yeah, yeah, he goes, "That didn't do it for you." Well. You people like nostalgia. And then he goes in the back and he comes out to Macho Man's music with a robe <laughs> on and a chick. And he goes, no, that doesn't do it for you? All right, fine. Then he goes in the back and he comes out to Naomi's music with, like, glow shit on and a wig and all this <laughs> shit. And yeah, I gotta then he just said, fuck it, and left and didn't have a match. Like, said, fuck you guys. Oh, man. All this is stupid. And there was still no match. And still no Bobby Roode. I really thought... Bobby Roode's music was going to hit, and he was going to interrupt Ziggler, and we were going to get the start of this feud. But we've still seen no Bobby Roode here, so. I still want to see Ziggler come down on that motorcycle <coughs> playing that double neck guitar. You that know? did not he, happen. He mentioned that. Nicky from the Spirit Squad is not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's wishful thinking. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's probably on the outs, though, huh? You think he's going to leave the WWE soon? Probably. Well, I don't know that he's on the outs and he's going to leave the WWE. I think he's just sick of the bullshit creative that they give him. And he's going to do like Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal and all these other guys did and go see if he can make a better name for himself out on the indies and then come back. Eventually. Oh, he could probably no. go make a ton of money in Japan. He'd probably be a really great fit over there. I could definitely yeah. see him on some good matches over there. And 100%. ROH, you know, he, he could fit in in a lot of those places. For sure. For sure. Yeah, he's he's actually limiting himself, I think, by sticking with the WWE. Yeah, because they're clearly not doing anything with him, so. No, no. I mean, I don't think his uh, stand-up comedy career is going to take off anytime soon, so. <laughs> Someone that does have a really good fucking angle going on right now is Kevin Owens. And that bastard Shane McMahon put his hands on Kevin Owens, attacked Kevin Owens, got thankfully got indefinitely suspended for assaulting a wrestler 
for stepping out of bounds and assaulting a wrestler and putting his hands on that man after weeks and weeks of him screwing Kevin Owens over. Now Vince is coming next week to deal with the situation, and I hope Vince settles this, gives Kevin Owens what he deserves, and he gets his U.S. title back. Oh, shit. Vince is showing up? I mean, Vince did he will be on SmackDown next week. Like, are you All okay? right. It sounds no, like no, he, no. did he hurt you? Did he hurt you? Are, no, did he, he didn't make hurt me. Sad? Like, I explained <laughs> this. I explained this with Eric a couple weeks ago. I am 100% behind Kevin Owens. Like, if I was a wrestler, I'd be lawyering the shit out of this situation, too. Shane McMahon keeps getting involved in Kevin Owens' business for no goddamn reason. He's pulling special guest referees out of matches. He's cheating and helping fucking AJ Styles win. He's doing all this shit and getting involved in Kevin Owens' business when he's got no business being there, and it's the only reason Kevin Owens isn't U.S. champ right now. Win anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, so? Why y'all, you know, I'm really getting tired of these people and their bitching. You know, we came up watching during the Attitude Era, Mr. Sir, Mr. Ritter. Mr. Ritter, do you not remember this? Oh, I remember it. You and I were the only two WWF guys in a school full of WCW people. Well, that was a whole different thing. That's because a whole lot of our school wasn't allowed to watch WWF. <laughs> but um, here's the thing. Like, we, we saw people get screwed over over and over and over again. But there was a young man by the name of Stone Cold Steve Austin who won anyway and kept that belt on him all the times Vince tried to screw him over. You think Shane's trying to screw over KO? Think of all the times that Vince tried to screw, screw over Steve, all right? And he kept that belt, all right? I don't want excuses. I want results. Win anyway. Fair enough. But we do get this really cool angle between Shane and Kevin Owens, which That's is probably going to lead into... Bitch ass. Huh? huh? It's going gonna, it's gonna to lead into a match between Shane and Kevin Owens. Probably either Shane is going to put up his... Uh, position or Kevin Owens is going to get kicked off of SmackDown and have to go back to Raw. In a cell? I don't know. It might be at Hell in a Cell. We'll have to find out when Vince shows up. Um, What I thought was going to be in a cell or at least in a cage that we didn't get next week, the Usos picked a street fight for their rematch. And but You didn't get the cage match because it's going to be in a cell. They're going to do a CAC team Hell in a Cell match. but Probably later on, but we thought that the rematch was going to be... Well, that's the next paper. Eric... <laughs> yeah, I know, but the rematch is on... It's not at Hell in a Cell. The rematch is what? next week on SmackDown. I mean, yeah, I get that, but you, you think they're really going to stop after next week? Come on now. <laughs> Probably not. We were hoping for them to call it an Uso Penitentiary match and put it in a steel cage, and Eric didn't get that. Maybe and they could have a bunch of guards on the outside or something oh. lame? Something lame like that? It all works out for happening at a Hell in a Cell, Matt. Just, just, just go ahead and say, Travis. Yes, you're right. That's what's going to happen. It's okay. I refuse to do that. Uh, at Hell in a Cell, we are going to oh. get Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal because Shinsuke won the number one contendership against Randy Orton, and what was surprisingly probably the best match I've seen Shinsuke have on the main roster, except for that bullshit ass finisher he's got. It looks like shit. It never looks good when he hits it. I fucking hate that Kinshasa knee strike. Um, well, I only got one thing to say about Shinsuke. Unless he has a live violinist, I don't care for his entrance. <laughs> <laughs> and I will fast forward through it every time unless he has an actual violinist out there with him. Eric, I will say, because I'm guessing you haven't had a chance to watch anything since you just got back. Go check out SmackDown. It was a really good match between Orton and Shinsuke. Just that knee strike at the end looked like shit. Yeah, I'm going to watch don't, it as soon as I can because it sounded good. Bother. Don't bother. He didn't even have the violinist. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what, what about Raw? What happened on Raw? Well, hold on. Let's finish SmackDown. Uh, this was mm-hmm. really I- fucking weird. James Ellsworth dropped the money in the bank briefcase in the ring during a good match between Carmella and Natalia. And then Carmella finally rips James Ellsworth, a new asshole. We think we're getting rid of this chinless idiot. And then in the backstage, he comes up and begs for her to give him one more chance. 
Carmella kisses James Ellsworth on the fucking mouth, says they're going to do it my way, and then slaps the shit out of him, which for the first time and probably only time in my life, I'm going to say I'm jealous of shit of James Ellsworth. Corey Graves said it. I'm agreeing. I'm jealous of James, but at the same time, I'm really disappointed. I thought he was gone, and he's dude. What a around. what a year that guy has had. Yeah, no shit. Think like yo, so like okay, she kisses him, and then she slaps him, and I'm like, so you kiss me like that, and then you slap me. That's actually kind of hot, and it's like super hot. Do do I like this? I think I like this. <laughs> I probably shouldn't like this, but I think I like this, and. Yeah, and that just starts you down a whole path of a very, very, very unhealthy relationship. But you know, uh, Carmella can slap me around as much as she wants. I know that's the problem. <laughs> like that shouldn't be the case, but it is. It's so wrong, but it feels so right. It does. <laughs> Over on Raw, we opened up with uh, Cena versus Jason Jordan, and Travis, what is what is your opinion on what they're doing with Jason Jordan? Because he just keeps going up against these top talents and losing. What I do with Jason Jordan is that you know they need to have it so that Kurt Angle turns to the heel GM and does this thing. We keep trying to push his son and giving him all these opportunities he doesn't deserve. They play that up, turn him heel also, and you roll with that. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with him now, but yeah, because he yeah. keeps going against Finn Balor, John Cena, these top guys. Eric, the whole thing was he went against Cena because it was like the anniversary of when Cena had his first match it against Kurt Angle. The anniversary. It, the it actually yeah. wasn't. They just they just brought that up, but it wasn't actually the anniversary because they put the date up, but I think that was like in like April or some shit. Yeah. That's bizarre. But yeah. Cena got his big break against Jason Jordan's father, quote unquote, uh, hmm. Kurt Angle. So Jason Jordan wanted to wrestle John Cena to get his big break in hopes that he could beat John Cena. He did Granted, it was a pretty good match. But Oh, it was. Jason Jordan's great in the ring. He's doing that thing that The Rock did when he was a blue chipper where he comes out and he's got that big smile on his face and he's all happy and it's not working for him. Out that, that shit doesn't that doesn't work for anybody anymore. Like <laughs> it's never worked. That stopped working in like nineteen eighty four. All right. <laughs> like is <laughs> I don't understand why they keep doing that with anybody. But. Dude, the worst was when they had Reigns doing it. Do you remember when he used to come out smiling and shit? When they had who? Reigns. Roman Reigns. Oh. They even had they even had him, him coming out smiling and shit you for know, a while. Roman Reigns. Let me just say, because I haven't been here the last couple weeks. I'm actually enjoying this back and forth between John Cena and Roman Reigns. But not Thank for the same you. reason. That people might think I am. I mean, I am enjoying Cena's promos. They are good. But I'm enjoying the crowd and seeing who they hate more. And so far, it's because Roman Reigns is what's in your face the most. Now they seem to hate Roman Reigns a bit more because Cena's kind of moved out of the way. But they keep shoving Reigns down our throat now. And so everybody hates him more. But the thing is, I feel like there's only one way for this to end. I'll get to that in a second. But I don't know what makes Roman Reigns think he can go to toe to toe to Cena on the mic anyway, because Cena, you know, a few years ago was forged in the fires of Rocky Maivia. All right. Like, <laughs> going toe to toe with The Rock like that, you can pretty much handle anybody. Ask Chris Jericho. Like, what can you really do against that? You stand there and you take your, your licks like a man, you bend over and take it like a man. That's what you do. Okay, Travis. Real quick what? before you talk about where you're going with that. Mm. That being the case, how did you think Roman Reigns did in his promos based on your average Roman Reigns promo? It looks like I mean, he's improved quite a bit. Well, I mean, yeah, but going from a on a scale of 1 to 10 from a 2 to a 3, I mean, yeah, you improve, but you're still shitty. You still yeah. thought it was shitty? I wouldn't. No, 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 no. That was an exact. That was just exaggerating to make my point. I mean, he's still not good on the mic, but that was a better promo. Yes, this past like last week, not this week, last week. Yeah, this week he came out right at the end of John Cena's match, cut a nah promo about John Cena burying Jason Jordan. How oh, John Cena, if he is who he says he is, should have beat a rookie like Jason Jordan. In no time, but it took him over 20 minutes, blah, 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 blah. 
Basically, uh, wait, wait, wait. On that, on that, just a second. Because he said something in that that made me think, okay. So Roman Reigns is like, either you're, you're either stringing him along and you just made it look good for the, you know, to give the fans a show, or you're really not as good as you say they are. Let's say if it's the first thing. So the fuck what? If I can do that, yeah, I'll do that. Because fuck you. Like, <laughs> if I'm that good, yeah, I'll do that. I got to make this worth my time. Like, what's your problem with that? Anyway, go ahead. That was all I had to say about that. Because I was just, I, like I said, last week's promo was better than this week. But go ahead. While we're on the issue of Cena and Reigns, um, I heard or read that the reason that we got this Cena Reigns feud in the first place is because mm-hmm. the producer of the Bumblebee movie told John Cena he doesn't want him wrestling during production. So John Cena's got to get this feud out of the way before he goes and shoots the Bumblebee movie. And Samoa Joe got injured, which they haven't mentioned or talked about really whatsoever on the show. Tell when does the Bumblebee movie start shooting? Let me tell you something about how movie contracts work. All that stuff was worked out ahead of time. Whatever you may have heard about that isn't true because they worked that out before he signed that deal. So whether or not he was actually like, you know, the producer wants him to do it or not, WWE and John Cena don't give a fuck what they want. So if they sign a deal that says, you know, that doesn't say he can't wrestle, he's going to still wrestle if he feels like it. There's nothing they can do about it. Yeah, I think that okay. doesn't The Rock have like some kind of thing with movies too. Like he, I know he had like an insurance thing where like he wanted to wrestle a few times, but he couldn't because of insurance reasons. It is all, all the different like movies he does. Contracts ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. So either he can wrestle while he's shooting, or he can't. There's no like he, the producer doesn't want him to do it, so he won't. They either sign that ahead of time, or you know. Like they signed ahead of time that he could, or they signed ahead that he couldn't. It's one or the other. It's not like they and don't want to, and he's just not going to do it. Might, that might be the case. Um, and maybe, you know, it was something that was signed ahead of time, and, you know, Cena was like, hey, Vince, you know, I signed this deal. This is what's going on. But uh, they didn't really specify when that decision came down. It was just that that decision and Samoa Joe being injured is what gave us this Cena Reigns feud at no mercy as opposed to like survivor series or a bigger pay-per-view like i said this sounds like the kind of thing that you put in mania actually because if you really want to do this and put reigns over you do this at mania you don't do this at no mercy like why would you do that does that mean uh cena's gonna be gone shortly after shortly thereafter more than likely it'll probably take quite a while to shoot that movie too he could be out for a good chunk of time I, for one, can't wait to see John Cena uh, in the role of Bumblebee, though. I think that'll be pretty interesting. John Cena is not going (laughs) to be Bumblebee, Eric. I told you this already. Eric's like, I just want to see a giant robot with John Cena's head on it. Here's the thing. I already saw the pictures. (laughs) There's only one good way for this match to end, all right? They're going at it. Going a good back and forth (laughs) match. Oh, because you got Super Cena against whatever you want to call Roman Reigns' indestructibility shit that he's got going on for him. And they're going back and forth. Cena gets the upper hand. About to win. But then, if you smell! And The Rock comes out because, you know, like, oh, Roman Reigns' cousin is here, blah, 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 blah. Rock comes out. Rock bottom scene because they think like, oh, he's here to help Roman Reigns. Nah, nah, nah. He turns around and rock bottoms Roman Reigns too and then just walks the fuck out, leaves them both laying there, and it's over. Oh, that would be awesome. Yes, because fuck both of them. Yeah, seriously, yeah, fuck both of them. <laughs> I'd plus, be really surprised. Plus the, plus the Rock is probably still mad. Even though him and Roman Reigns are family, he's probably still mad because like, he came out to get his back at that Royal Rumble a couple years ago, and he got fucking booed too because of Reigns' shittiness. <laughs> Yeah, like, it basically, yeah, it's true. It's very true. Not even The Rock can save Roman Reigns from getting Yeah, booed. he's like, ba- that's, basically, that's, that's, that's that's, right then, that you get, you're with The Rock and you still get booed, like, it's a failed yeah. experiment. It's over. He's Done. like, that's the, that's the moment like, you decide this guy needs to be Basically, because, like, your shittiness is starting to rub off on me. Your, your <laughs> shittiness is starting to affect my brand. 
Basically, so I got to put you down. I got to put like you down. You are a disgrace to the family. You know, <laughs> like your other cousin, the Usos, like, you know, you realize they're actually heels and the crowd likes them more than you. Like, yep. <laughs> By far. And you um, turn into a whole thing and then you get them up against The Rock and then you can maybe get them over against The Rock, but it won't happen against John Cena. Nope. We had some oh, interesting a match right there. Roman Reigns versus The Rock. I'm into it. We had some interesting uh, clean wins from heels. The Miz cleanly beat Jeff Hardy after the Miz Taraj and Matt Hardy got kicked out uh, to retain his IC title. All all Maurice did was... He beat the better Hardy. Yeah. No. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) No. He is not the better Hardy. He is the dumber Hardy. He is the more flashy Hardy. He is not the better Hardy. His promos are shit. All he does is <laughs> fling himself around like a fucking lawn dart. He's not the better Hardy. The more popular you know, Hardy he probably. He agreed with me at first, and then he realized what he said. <laughs> yeah, that fucking happened. <laughs> Fuck you, Travis. Anyway, all Maurice did was reach in and tap the Mrs. Hand to let him know that he was about to get in with the Swanton. She didn't pull him out. She didn't grab the ref. She didn't shove Jeff or anything like that. She just oh. tapped her boyfriend's hand. Miz I, I, rolled out of the way. Got up, skull crushing finale, and or no, he rolled him up and pinned him. I have another question. Go ahead. So the ref kicked everybody out. Why did he let Maurice stay? Because the people he kicked out were getting into it ringside. Maurice was not getting into it ringside. Well, of course she wasn't, but she always gets involved anyway. So if you're going to kick people out, you might as well kick everybody out. She hadn't gotten involved to that point in the match, and really she didn't get involved the entire match, which is why I said it's surprising that the Miz won pretty much cleanly over Jeff Hardy. Another clean win came from Baron Corbin over Ty Dillinger. So this week, Baron Damn. Corbin won his fucking match. Damn. Yeah, who cares if he beat Ty Dillinger? Damn. Ty Dillinger is like Ty Dillinger's low tier right now. Don't hate on Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger shit. is perfect ten, but thank you. I mean, I mean he's cool, but that's not a very substantial win for Corbin. No, 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 after, no, no. after the embarrassment that he's had, I'm not talking about his his in ring ability. I'm just talking about the fact that I like the fact that when I was think that my first real exposure to him was at the Royal Rumble, and I've never seen live a crowd get so excited about a person for no fucking reason, like. Everybody in the whole crowd is here going, 10! Well, 10. all of I'm those like, people might be like me and might be watching NXT. And I'm just like, well, I'm, clearly they all watched NXT, but it was just like, you all know, like, nothing's going to come of this, right? Like, but yeah. they were all just so excited. Hey, I, I like seeing people excited. And it's just, you know, I if you like it, I love it. Let's go. 10! Like, <laughs> and because of that match and because AJ quote unquote says that Baron Corbin cheap shotted uh, Ty Dillinger next week on SmackDown, the, oh, the open challenge. Yeah. So you got hit in the throat. Big fucking whoop. Be a man. Yo, them used to do that like right in front of the ref on a regular. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like he was literally too. his hand like he's choking and then chop you in the throat and shit like 700 times. <laughs> or that fucking palm strike to the throat that fucking uppercut right in the fucking throat um but anyway ty dillinger gets a his very own u.s open challenge u.s title shot next week on smackdown because of that (laughs) on the other end of the clean win spectrum is enzo amore um first off enzo is now the number one contender to face neville for the cruiserweight championship at hell in a cell or i'm sorry at uh no mercy and i think they're trying to make enzo like the new eddie guerrero because he's I mean, been cheating his ass off he as is a face to win a certified g and a bona fide stud all right he's lying cheating and stealing to win and he's you doing it as a face <laughs> I'm that's the one intro watching. that i can't do i thought about it i was gonna try and cop a fucking enzo amore intro Everything I came up with, I'm like, no, this is just fucking awful. I can't do it. It's understandable. I might have to start watching 205 Live. Well, Eric, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Maybe. They had, I mean, I understand. I, I, I might. I, I, I understand why you would want to. I might watch the highlights. Hey, look, why is it Here's, called 205 Live? What does that mean? Uh, wait. Oh, 
That makes sense. Yeah, the weight is 205. Dumb, um, what's interesting about that is they had a elimination fatal five-way match to name the number one contender on 205 Live. And I almost, like, I literally sat down and was, like, trying to figure out when I had an hour to stop because I wanted to see that match just because of Enzo Amore. I wanted to see if Enzo won. So WWE has finally successfully ignored Travis's wishes to make Enzo Big Show's champion, her uh, tag team partner, put him on 205 Live, and got me at least somewhat considering watching their show. Considering, but you're still not going to watch it. So I might. I, I I might. I was seriously considering it. If I hadn't seen the spoiler that Enzo won, I would have watched it today. You won't. You won't. Matt only likes to watch big guys. He he needs he needs to see big big men wrestle. That's he not like, true. He didn't he like that's not true. Little guys. He likes them big. It's okay. Yep. <laughs> I didn't like big cast. I really liked Enzo Amore. That's why I was behind their team in the first place. Enzo Amore sold me on that tag team. I could have gave a shit about Big well, Cass. Yeah, of course. That's well, th- Here's the thing that people don't like to acknowledge about professional wrestling. 70% of why you watch it is the drama. Like, Oh, yeah. That's what yep. it is. It's a fucking soap opera, all right? Proper thing is, the difference between the WWE and fucking General Hospital is when they, like, you know, all the drama takes place. At the end, they fight it out you know so that's why we love it and the thing is with all these things they got to talk you into the building or talk you onto the television set and Enzo is great at that and that's why you like that team that's why the rock was as big as he was that's why stone cold was as big as he was because they talked you into it if it was just purely their in-ring shit you could get that blue chipper rock shit that nobody fucking liked I'm glad you brought up talking people into it because Nia Jax and Emma talked their way into a match that put them in a number one contender shit, or uh, I'm sorry, a title match uh, at no mercy for Alexa Bliss's title. Completely unfair. I agree. Sasha should get a one-on-one rematch. She's supposed to get her one-on-one rematch and they just let them in their shit. What the fuck? But now Nia, Emma are in that match. It is a fatal four-way for the women's title. Here's my problem with that. They keep doing this shit to keep Nia Jax from becoming champ. Because the thing is, you can't have somebody like pin her and beat her clean one-on-one like that. So what they do is they put her in a match like that so that like Sasha or, you know, Alexa Bliss or Emma, one of them pin or submit each other and not Nia Jax, and Nia Jax is still denied that title. Like, let me let me just put this out there. Sasha Banks is my favorite woman wrestler in WWE. It may or may not be because she's Snoop Dogg's cousin. But um, it absolutely is. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> but I will acknowledge that, God damn it, Nia Jax is a fucking beast and you need to get her that belt. Like, no, dude, no, 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 no. Dude, can you imagine Nia Jax as champion? She'd be a terrible champion. How would terrible. she be a champion? Because she sucks on the mic. She she may be large. Like, she's a she large woman. Talk. That's the problem that people have with people like that. You don't make them talk. You put the belt on them, or you send them out there, and you let them whoop that, people's ass yeah, over, yeah, yeah. over again. Here, don't here's the thing. Fuck. You just yeah. destroy, and you fucking leave. You remember when Mark Henry had his awesome run? Because he didn't fucking talk. He went out there and he fucked you up and then he left. Yeah, but Mark Henry's actually intimidating. She's just a large woman. Like, like that's not, there's nothing Who scary about Who is intimidating about to everyone on the women's roster? To everyone on the women's yeah, roster. She, exactly. She, lo- she looks too nice. Like, Okay, here's a great example. Did you see that big, badass German chick on the Mae Young Classic? She looks scary. She looks like someone who can be an actual champion. Nia Jax just looks like they found, like they went out into the audience and just found the largest woman that was there. And they're like, yeah, you look kind of intimidating. She's, I disagree, uh, and okay. Kate so, is Eric, probably going to punch so, you in the face. In the ring with Eric. I'd love to see you get in the ring with her. That's not, this is a totally different situation. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. She She's not intimidating, but. But she's, yeah, not like she's not intimidating, Eric, so why don't you get in the ring with her? I will. I would actually just outrun her. I would just, I would just yeah, wear her Yeah, you would down. outrun her because you're afraid of her because she intimidates you. 
I would wear her down. She uh, she definitely doesn't intend. I mean, for in in the context of wrestling, in the context of storylines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Case closed. You talk about Come you, Matt. Matt, you see what I'm saying about that German chick though on, on the May Young Classic versus Yeah, you're talking like about Jesse Gabbard. She lost in the first round. Yeah, but still, like the way that she Brandon, looks, people way more. more. Of course, there are people more intimidating than, than a certain person. Yes. Okay, so what? I, just, it I don't, I don't today. buy Nia Jax as like a threat in the WWE because she can't act like a threat. Like she just seems like a really nice person. Like she, okay, I'll put it this way: she doesn't seem like someone who's gonna kick a bunch of ass, even though she could. She seems like the type of person you'd meet that like could kick ass but won't. But instead, she'll like make everybody like a big tray of cookies or something. Like she probably makes really good cookies. Not a bad joke. No, it's a joke about uh. Her ability to make cookies. She looks like she makes really good cookies. I don't know. It's not a fat thing. Any, all kinds of people make great cookies. Do you not want her to be champion because she's fat or because you want the women's champion to be white and blonde? Oh, it's going to be one of those things, is it? Well, look, you know, uh, I do love Alexa Bliss. Let's not, uh, but but Alexa Bliss carries the title with some swagger, which I don't think that Nia Jax is capable of. Well, it's not it. just Nia Jax you because you were a hundred percent against Sasha Banks being champion as well, and you wanted Sasha Banks to lose her. Well, well, hold on, hold on. I'll defend him on this one. I think in that situation, because I've listened, it sounded to me like he wasn't necessarily against Sasha being champ. He was just extra for Alexa Bliss being champ. Yeah, but that's true. But. I mean, he's wrong, but the thing <laughs> is. Yeah, I like Sasha. I like Sasha quite a lot. I mean, you, like, you, you can't not like Sasha. First of yeah. all, she's fucking amazing in the ring. Yep. Second of all, she's Snoop Dogg's cousin. So, yep. like, that is, like, you know, two marks in a column right there, and she's the head of everybody else because of that. Who should be women's champion on SmackDown, Eric? Uh, not Natalia. Um, probably Charlotte. I've been waiting for her to get it back. Oh, another white blonde woman, not Naomi. Hey, there's not a whole lot to pick from, but look, man. Yeah, there uh, there actually is. There's Becky Lynch. There's Charlotte. There's Naomi. There's Carmella. There's a whole roster of women, but you picked the one white blonde girl. Com- Carmella is white and blonde. Last I checked. Her hair is dyed. Her she's actually. <laughs> okay, excuse me. Sorry. And I asked you why I'm not to say, Actually, I looked at Alexa Bliss. She looked. I looked at her roots. She, she's probably not a natural blonde either. Yeah, but. it might be a dye job. <laughs> why well, not? Naomi? We'll, 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 I'll do some research on that one. And we'll get back to it. But uh, why not Naomi? Oh no, I wouldn't have a problem with Naomi being it. Just oh, because no, I picked, just because I picked one person doesn't mean I'm opposed to all other people ever becoming champions. Okay. I love Naomi. I just I see a trend I feel, here. No I, I Naya, feel, no Naomi. I feel the glow, man. No, I feel the glow. No Sasha. I'm I'm just checking here. I mean, I was like, I may or may not have been, you know, developing a plan to kill Jay Uso so I could have Naomi to myself, but you know. <laughs> um, the last thing like, that I we have like, not this, talked like, about is, you know, like you know, when she was on the first season of NXT, well, her first season of NXT. The last thing that we have not talked about is Braun Strowman versus the Big Show in a steel cage match, which was pretty much just another ploy to show us something that we already fucking know, which is Braun Strowman is a beast. Uh, The match ended with Big Show getting picked up over Braun Strowman's shoulder and, as JR put it, lawn darted through the steel cage to the outside. Pretty much just did the running power slam into one of the sides JR. of the cage. Yeah, on his podcast. I was listening to his podcast. Oh, I thought he was, like, announcing on the show. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Braun pretty much so threw Big did the Show same through the cage. thing that they did with David Arquette and WCW. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. The old, the old Arquette. But, but Braun Strowman had already won the match. So Braun Strowman won the match and then did it. Big Show didn't win the match that way. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I was just fucking with you. Yeah. Um, I was trying to figure out why the fuck they were doing this match. Other than, I guess they need to have Braun Strowman on TV prior to No Mercy. Yeah, they just gotta like keep showing Braun Strowman whooping ass. That's really all it is. That's yeah. not what the point. Same thing they did with Kane. It's the same thing. Like I said, he's he's this generation's Kane. 
But my point is, Big Show isn't anything that they've built back up to be, oh my God, he's taking out the Big Show. How yeah, badass is that? Big Cass took out the Big Show. Yeah, but he's still a huge motherfucker, though. So it's just like anytime you just have him like whoop a huge motherfucker, they yep. can do it. Because they can't put him against Big Cass because they're trying to build Big Cass up. So they got to put him well, against that Big... Big Cass is out on injury with his fucking uh, torn. Well, yeah, there's that too. But even if Big Cass was healthy, they wouldn't have let Braun Strowman whoop on him like that. Well, where the fuck's Mark Henry? I'd I'd be much more impressed with Braun Strowman throwing around the world's strongest man and the world's longest sure athlete. Is done, but Mark, Mark Henry is saving flood victims at the moment. That's true. Yeah, he is in Houston. Yeah, well, that is Rocky. right. I we talked about that. Mark Henry retired. He's going to a backstage role. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But still, there's got to be someone else that they could have brought in. The Big Show, I feel like, has been beaten so much. I can't even remember the last time Big Show won a match. Neither can he. And deflated so much. It's sad. Yeah, he's done um, soon, I think. Yeah. This year and next year, he'll be retired, I bet you. I bet you. <laughs> All right. Is there any news that you guys heard that I didn't bring up? Anything you guys want to talk about? Anything that I might have missed out on this week? Um. How'd you guys like my intro? It was a good intro. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Let me see, was there anything else? I don't think there's anything else. Alright, I know Eric didn't watch, so he can't uh he can't chip in any information. I can't, I got nothing, man. I gotta catch up. Oh. They're gonna have the uh at no no mercy, you're gonna get the rematch between uh Shazaro and Shield two point And they had some stuff going on. Sheamus and Cesaro had a match. The Shield came out and commentated during it, and then oh, that sounds funny. The club was gonna have a match with uh, Shield 2.0, as I'm gonna call them. Ambrose. When Rollins. is No Mercy? End of the month. It is the weekend no before my wedding. Game on the Nintendo 64 game console. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. I put in my pre-order for WWE 2K18 just yesterday. Oh, I played WWF No Mercy like a week ago. Are you guys planning on getting 2K18 or no? Yeah, I'll probably get Well, I'm going to wait and see if it's any good. Would you like you for look- me to 2K18, Matt? Well, I got it on the Xbox, so... You and I are never online playing video games at the same time, so it was kind of pointless for me to have you do it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I I keep weird hours when it comes to video games. Like, I'll turn it on at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning and play for, like, three hours and then go to sleep. Um, And that's right when yeah. I go to sleep, so. Yeah, it's just, it's weird times. And then it's like I have a day off, and so I'll be just like, yep, and my day is off for, like, on, like, Mondays and Tuesdays or, like, in the middle of the week, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to spend this day playing Sonic because. Plus, the glory that was. Our federation, the CWF, our Backyard Wrestling Federation, that spawned such classics as the uh, Chicago Screwjob, where special guest referee Travis Pointer punched Phil in the face with his class ring, uh, letting me win the championship. No, no, no. And I won the championship on that match. You were the ref, sir. I thought you were the special guest referee and you punched no, no, Phil. You were the ref and you had, the, you had my ring. You took my ring from me before the match and you had it in your pocket. And, and I gave it to you, that's right, you slipped it on. And I picked it off and slipped it on and hit him with it and won the belt with it. Yes. Um, also, Matt giving the Sanctifier, which is a cross power bomb, to Travis off the trampoline, through some lawn chairs, and onto a sheet of ice. And Travis somehow didn't break his back, thank God. Um, <laughs> that that federation that we kept live, alive through the series of WWE wrestling games says, I, I believe pretty much come to an end. Phil hasn't created a wrestler or really talked to me. And I don't know how long you and I had issues getting together and getting wrestlers back and forth to each other. So I think the CWF has seen its final days. It only has, it only ends if you let it in, Matt. All right. You didn't fight hard enough. Well, <laughs> there's one more game coming out. Maybe I will be rejuvenated and yeah, he's always doing that. Not fight hard back. enough. Fight harder, Matt. 
Are you coming over for Survivor Series? Are you inviting me? Uh, yeah, because I'm going to show you how hard I can fight when you get here. I mean, I live. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, yeah, I'll come over. Or it's me and Travis is... can uh, just team up during my bachelor party. Why would Travis team up against against me? What I ever do to Travis? I mean, I don't know you like that, so I have a pretty easy time fucking you up. So. <laughs> Plus, Travis still owes me for tossing him that ring and giving him a championship win. Now I put the belt. I helped you put the belt back on you later on, so I feel like I paid that debt. All this aside, um, let's go with who's winning and who's losing. Travis, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to let Eric process everything he's heard to pick a winner. We'll go with Monday Night Raw first. Who's winning? Yep. I'm going to go with John Cena because he's just, you know, basically making Roman Reigns his bitch on the mic. I'm going to go with Braun Strowman because at this point, he's really the only reason I'm watching Monday Night Raw. Um, Oh, other than, and I did forget this, that continued feud between Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor, which was just promos this last week. But it is continued. We are having another Bray Wyatt-Finn Balor match at No Mercy. Kind of seemed like Bray was calling Finn out uh, that he can't win unless he is the demon. So stupid, but okay. Uh, I like both guys. I want this. I want them to get as personal with each other as Reigns and Cena got with each other, and I want this feud to really be something. I don't. I, it probably won't be, but I have You're hopes. To get personal like that, though. Yeah, they're not really getting personal if they're just arguing about like who's the bigger demon. Yeah, they're getting into gimmicks <laughs> like that. It's kind of hard to get that personal, but I, I know what you mean. It's just it's hard. It's going to be hard for them to do that. Regardless, I'm going with Braun Strowman. Uh, he took out the Big Show. He's really the only reason I'm watching Raw these days, and it, this whole thing that they're doing with him is awesome. Travis, I declared last week, Braun Strowman is my new top WWE superstar. He surpassed yeah. Bray. I mean, hey, who doesn't like Kane? Yeah. Braun Strowman could be the next Undertaker the way he moves around. Nah, he's Kane. <laughs> Eric, who's winning on Raw for you? Uh, Based on what I've heard, I'm going to go with The Miz. Because he did beat Jeff Hardy clean. And that's uh, not something I would have anticipated. Yeah. yeah. Matt, I can who's see, who? but not <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you again. <laughs> uh, who's winning on SmackDown? James Ellsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shit. Yeah. I was gonna say Ziggler, but yeah, James no. Ellsworth. No, I think we're all three agreed on that. James Ellsworth <laughs> is winning on SmackDown. Uh, who's losing on SmackDown? Ah, uh, let's see. Losing Shane suspended indefinitely, yeah. possibly getting sued by Kevin Owens, and now Daddy's coming in next week to give him a spanking. That's pretty Basically. bad. Exactly, yeah, Eric. Who's losing for you on SmackDown? I was gonna say Baron Corbin, but uh, <laughs> Corbin how is, is Baron Corbin possibly losing on SmackDown? He is forever losing, okay? <laughs> Once you lose the money in the bank cash in, you are forever losing. Yeah, even when he wins, he loses. But, you know, I, I'll go with Shane, too, because that is kind of that's kind of all going wrong for him, especially with Dad showing up. He's going to come and get uh, scolded by his father. That's pretty bad. I mean, he's got no chance in hell. Plus, I, I can actually... pick Baron Corbin to lose any week, so... I'll, just get, I'll get him next week. But, uh, you. For this week, um, yeah, I'll go with Shane. I am going to go with a surprising pick, and it's actually something I didn't mention to Eric. Sami Zayn, and here's why. Sami yeah. Zayn lost to Aiden English last week. They deleted that match completely, said it didn't happen, took away Aiden English's only win. They had a rematch this week, and Aiden English beat Sami Zayn cleanly without the help of a special guest referee. 
So now Sami Zayn has lost to the lowest guy on the SmackDown roster two weeks in a row. Listen, listen. Doesn't he have an umbrella? No. Is that the dude with the umbrella? Sami Zayn is not the dude with the umbrella, no. No, the dude he lost to. No, that you're thinking of Jack Gallagher. He's one of the 205 Live guys, and I haven't seen him in a long time. Oh, okay. When I watched it, I'm like, where's his umbrella? But okay, I got you. <laughs> oh, he's one. Um, he was one of the vaudevillian dudes, right? Yeah, he was one of the vaudevillians. Okay, I'm like, where do I know him from? Like, I'm yeah. watching this. I'm like, I feel like I should know this dude, but I don't know him. Is he the, is he the umbrella dude? Okay. He was well, part yeah, of that. He was, dude, he doesn't even have the umbrella. <laughs> he was part of uh, another failed NXT tag team that came up. Former NXT champion, tag team champions that came up and just bombed on the main roster. I but yeah. Came up though. Sami Zayn lost to Aiden English two weeks in a row. So that's my pick for who's losing on SmackDown this week. English dude with no bumper shoot. And unless you guys have anything else, any any more Corbin bashing or you want to remind me <laughs> that Jeff Hardy is the superior brother to Matt, you could bring up his world championship wins that Matt doesn't have other than the ECW championship or all the amazing bullshit that was just handed to that flash in a pan that Matt should have gotten. Any of that? Clearly it's not a flash in the pan if it's still happening. Like... That's because the fans are stupid. Uh, no, no, the fans got it right. You're the, you, clearly you're the one that's wrong. Everybody else is not wrong, Matt. Like it's, it's not the way things work. Matt Hardy's yeah, better man. in the ring, and he's better on the mic. That's it's all simple. subjective, sir. It's all subjective. When has Jeff Hardy ever cut a good promo in his doesn't, career? It doesn't matter. He gets over. That's all that matters. He gets over by going over shit, jumping over ropes, jumping. How you get over doesn't matter. Listen, sir, it does not matter how you find the pot of gold as long as you catch the leprechaun, man. (sighs) Can't argue with that. I can't say that now, but back when he was champion, he couldn't even stay sober enough to keep the fucking belt on him. And he still got more title runs than Matt. What does that tell you about Matt Hardy? Yeah, man, we've all had He was on the wrong side of the... Edge and Lita relationship when Edge was getting his push and got squashed because of it. That should let you know even more. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, go get guys have, from the other Canadian dude. Unless you guys have anything else, uh, I think that's going to be it for yeah, this week. He lost his girl to a Canadian, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's fucked up. But anyway, no, I think that's it. I don't think I have anything else. Yeah, it's I got I mean, nothing. You know, The Rock's gonna interfere in this. You know, Roman Reigns, John Cena match set up. You know, the Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania. Um, and yeah, Sheldon Benjamin will win the Money in the Bank ladder match. All right, Eric. They can find you at Eric Seeker S I E K R. For pictures of clouds, uh, nutrition facts for blueberries, um, anything else that they may be looking for on Instagram, Twitter. That's about it. Um, Twitter, you are, Twitter. you are now Eric Seeker on Facebook again. So that sixty days ran up, and you have to change your name again. Yeah, I'm not Huckleberry anymore. All right, so they can find us at Smacking It Raw on Facebook. Uh, www.facebook.com slash smacking it raw Travis I'm not going to spell out Sir Cuss a lot so I'm going to let you take it from here at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T both Twitter and Instagram actually had an incident the other day I almost accidentally posted one of my dick pics we're going to wait (laughs) (laughs) almost didn't actually happen though once a month uh, the Creation Creatia podcast, correct? Creation Conversation. Your phone Creatia must have a pretty good zoom. Uh, you can find hashtag them thrones if you didn't listen to any of their discussions. Wow. Way, way out to get it all in. 
We're not talking about your dick anymore. Uh, you can go check out hashtag them oh, thrones. <laughs> Eric that brought it up again. He's clearly fascinated by it. <laughs> that doesn't. I, I'm just fascinated by the zoom on your phone. I didn't know they. I didn't know they made them. Yeah, I didn't know they could zoom that far out either. Well, yeah, what kind of phone is that? You can zoom in like that. Ah, that's all right. Yeah, I'll look it up. <laughs> anyway, Matt, you were... <laughs> I was trying to say that if they are Game of Thrones fans and they want to listen to Travis's other podcast, which has ended along with this last season, you can still find hashtag Dem Thrones. Um, also, later on this year will be Super Flashy Arrow of tomorrow. All of these podcasts for reasons unbeknownst to me, I have been blackballed from. So this is the only place you can hear me because Travis refuses to let me come on any of his other shows. I don't know why. I don't don't let them come on this show. So what's your, what's your, what's your problem? Yeah. You're supposed to be on every single show. Hold on. No, no, no. I don't want to be on every single show. The difference between them on those shows and me on the show is they know absolutely zero about wrestling. I watch Game of Thrones. I've seen every episode of all of the DC Arrowverse. And I just want to be on the creation conversation because there's a severe lack of horror movie information that we on don't the creation need. conversation. That we don't need. Mara tries and fails horribly. Uh, oh, man. A lot of misinformation I... disappoints me. How are you going to go dog the other talent, man? I mean, it's fine. I mean, Whoa. that's going to get him on there any easier. So I'm, I'm not getting on anyway. I was blackballed. You weren't blackballed. It's just the way it's set up. John is only on Creation Conversation these days. Mara's only on Super Flashy because that was one of the first ones we did. So she just got grandfathered in. That's just kind of how it works. And you're on this one. And I'm wherever the fuck I want to be. Why don't you anyway, put me that's... on all of them? All right, cool. Which one you want to be on? <laughs> all of them. All Every right, single one. No problem. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> and that's why John's the best man at the wedding. Anyway, oh. we are um. done. <laughs> Such Thank you all for listening. And Thanks, good everybody. Night. Thanks, everybody. See you.